Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Dude, look at us. Dude, look at us. Both of us without our shirts on. Yes, son. Come on. <laughs> What's up, Ash? What are you doing? Man, I just finished a, a hot, steamy Arkansas River run. Sweet, dude. Yeah. yeah. We just got done. Or I just got done biking a 62-mile bike race in Natchez, Mississippi yesterday, which is pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, there weren't a lot of cars on the road at all, but uh, I ran into a guy. I nicknamed him Cajun Man. He doesn't know that, but his name's Jimmy. He's from New Orleans. He had that accent, dude, that New Orleans accent. Definitely a Cajun guy. But uh, yeah, bro, it was a cool bike race. Um, the, the race itself was very interesting because I told you this when I talked to you yesterday on the phone about it, but um, from like at mile 10 and mile 20, there's a, what they called a sag bag, which is like an aid station. And then from mile 20 to 40, no mile 20 to 50, there was no aid station or no sag bag. Yeah. And that's like an hour and a half to two hours for some people. And I was out of water at mile 30, dude, <laughs> which it was fine. It was warming up a little bit, but yeah. So, but I, I got refueled up, went out, dude. And I think my high was mile 50 because I felt great. But five miles later, bro, I was feeling it, bro. I posted on my story. I said, my legs are fried. I took a picture of my legs on my bike. I was like, my legs are fried because they were, dude. Um, yeah. But, you know, I was thinking like people run 62 miles. So this is nothing on a bike. Like it still hurt a little bit at the end, but like it wasn't that bad um and i told you this yesterday too but i think that going into the race or the ride with recovery with not lifting you know four days before the race with doing very easily to low minimum cycling um helped me feel strong and be strong race day and you know that's that's crazy to me um with you know our previous college training is it was not like that. We would go into a race. It would be a quote unquote training, but it's still a race. We'd go into a race and there would be no recovery going into it. It would just be the same um, effort, like the same, like, you know, we would be doing a workout to work two days out. And yeah, the same Tuesday, the same Tuesday, Thursday routine. And oftentimes we would, you know, race Saturday and then go right into our long run on Sunday. So. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Hey, let me ask you this, Asher. <clears throat> so would you rather do races as training, training runs every two to three weeks, or would you rather do training, prioritize training and have races be races once a month or once every month and a half. I don't think I'm ever the type of person that'll be able to take a race as a training run unless I unless I 
specifically designate it as like a pace test. So like, say I was training for a marathon and a couple weeks out, a couple months out, I was like, all right, I want to test my goal marathon pace at this half. So technically it's like, that is sort of a workout because I'm testing marathon pace or goal marathon pace, but it's still an opportunity for me to, you know, give a good effort and, you know, maybe show out. So uh, I'd say it definitely depends, but I'm the person, the type of person that'll want to race, you know? Yeah. I think, I think if you prioritize training, <clears throat> you'll race better. And I think you become numb to races too, if you do them too much, uh, yeah. too many times. Um, th- something I want to, I want to talk about uh, a little bit. So yesterday, whenever we were riding, I, in the morning, it was, we started at 8am. I was looking around and there were some fat people on these bikes, dude. There's some fat cyclists, bro. But I was like looking around and I remember your, your dad telling us that like, there's a reason there's fat cyclists because they can hop in that low gear, dude, and just stroll, bro. <laughs> uh, but we went out, bro. And I was looking around and there's these like real skinny guys, but they were like muscled up, kind of strong. And we went out and I've never gone this fast and felt this good, but we were going out at like the first 10 miles was like 25 miles an hour average. And I was looking around at these guys that I was biking next to and their hamstrings are twice the size of my legs, bro. And I was like, I do not belong up here. I was looking around at their leg size and I could tell by their leg size, I did not belong up there. And then I was going to burn out. So I, I, I was sitting there riding, bro. And I noticed there weren't any big, big dudes around me either. I was like, okay. I was like, I'm doing, I don't think I'm doing this right. So I dropped back, which ended up being the right decision. Um, and then I, I found another guy. I was by myself for five miles and I found this other guy, Cajun man. Uh, And I strolled with him, drafted off of him for like 10 or 15 miles. And then, um, we did the turnaround and then I lost him after that. And I was by myself the whole time um, for the last 30 miles. I passed one guy, but I don't know if he was in the race. <laughs> it was just a big guy just strolling in the right lane. So, um, but, and then I hammered it back, bro. And I looked at my heart rate and like, it was like pretty consistent at 180 the whole race almost, except for that part where I was riding with that other guy for, but yeah, I mean, I, I pushed it for sure. I, I mean, I wanted to push it. So, I cannot believe your heart rate was at 180. How did your legs feel? Burnt, bro. They they, they felt like fried eggs. Yeah, because usually you can't maintain uh, like high BPM during cycling. And that's the reason, back to your point about fast cyclists, is the reason you don't see a lot uh, or like bike exercise alone is not going to burn fat like you want it to because our fat burning zone is where our heart rate is you know like 150 160 170 and generally if you're going hard on the bike and you you're not you've been in the situation you'll you'll be thinking you're going real hard and your legs are burning you're like man i'm getting a good workout in right now and then you look down at your heart rate and it's like 130 140 yeah i know you're talking you know about. it's all so, leg muscle it's all about leg muscle when it comes to that stuff. Like, it makes your legs stronger for sure, though. Because, like, my legs never burn like that when I run. 
except for if I'm running fast, then my hamstrings start to burn. Like if I'm doing a fast 5K, my weakest link are my hamstrings. But um, anyways, well, yeah, so that was that, dude. That was it was it was a neat little race. And I, I learned there's a difference between a race and a ride with, with cycling and like community. It's kind of weird. So that was a bike ride, like a big ride. Like, yeah, it was a, I, I called it a race. I mean, I treated it like one side of their body in the front pack. But it was a ride, and I, I guess I learned the difference between a ride and a race because I didn't know there was one. I thought a ride was a race, but it's not. It's just a ride. So yeah. But um, so what was your what was your longest ride leading up to it? Forty miles. It was like a okay. week and a half out. Yeah. yeah. So you said you had yesterday. You said you had a topic for today. Do you remember what it was? I did remember what it was. So a couple, couple podcasts back, we talked about, or like this idea came up to host a secret ultra. Oh yeah. And I needed, I needed to ask you as the, uh, as the planner, as the designated guide that I go to for all, all things ultra. What's the, what's the deal? Has there been any further developments? Yeah, bro. So I got like a couple of messages from a couple of guys on Instagram saying they wanted to do it. And if you still want to do it, message me. Um, but I mean, we can't talk details about it, bro. That's the thing. It's true. That's true. <laughs> no, I got a, I got a spot. I found this sweet, uh, 20, no, it's a 30 mile trail, a sweet 30 mile trail point to point here in Texas or over in Texas that we can do. Um, it's really 28, I want to give it away, but it's, it's yeah. like close to a 30 mile trail. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to, I'll probably send some stuff out about that because my foot's, I mean, I'm, I'm still injured right now, so we can't do it yet, but um, whenever I get healed up, we'll probably do it sometime in the fall. So Brisson's got to get back into his training. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But you told me, you told me you went on a run the other day and it was like awful. What was that like? Oh, are you talking about? It might have been a couple of weeks ago, but a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, bro. I, all I know is that so I've been injured for the past. Who knows, bro? I went on my Strava the other day to look, and it's like getting crazy now. So I've been I've been having plantar fasciitis for since April seventeenth is when I stopped running to recover. So it's been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight weeks, so two months. <clears throat> I started kind of getting some jogging in again about three weeks ago. Um, and my foot, I can still feel it. It's still there. It's not fully recovered. It does kind of suck, but we are cycling to stay in shape and weightlifting. Um, but I went on a four-mile run like a couple days ago, bro. And I was like, man, is this what it's really like to fit? Be? Like I have not been that much out of shape for the past like five years. Like I've never gone out and done a four mile run and like died like that. <laughs> like I was going like seven thirty yeah. mile pace or whatever, which I was kind of pushing, it, I guess. But um, yeah, bro, I I could tell I definitely lost a lot of fitness, but my base was still there. Like it felt so natural. Um, but you know, I've heard stories of guys who have got it gotten injured. Like I remember in high school, I listened to a podcast of this guy who was injured, and he. Um, took like three months off or something straight of like no running at all 
he might have cross trained a little bit. I can't remember for sure, but he's this he was this big ultra runner. And when he came back, he was running the fastest he's ever ran in his entire life, dude. He he took three months completely off of running for for this injury to recover. It might have been six months even. And when he came back, bro, he came back so strong and he was getting all these records, winning all these races. And before he was just kind of like he was a good runner, but he wasn't ever doing anything amazing. And then he takes six months off and boom, magically he's back into the game. And so um I thought that was very interesting, bro. And I you know, I think I think recovery's which we've talked about this a lot, but I think recovery is really overlooked. Um, I filled out like a senior survey for my college cross country coach. And I put on there that, you know, he's a good coach and everything, but he really needs to prioritize, prioritize recovery. Um, Cause I don't, I don't know about you, but like on our watches, it tells us like how many hours we need to full recovery. You know what I mean? And like, I remember I would have like 72 hours to a full recovery and have a workout the next day. <laughs> and it was just hammering us, bro. And um, I truly think, and like my legs were just always tired, always tired, dude. I never got, I, my, I never got a break with the legs, dude. They were always tired. Um, and I think the lack of focus on recovery when you're at that intensity is, is uh, brutal against your full potential um so i yeah so i think you know this two months off like yeah it kind of sucks like i know i'm losing a lot of fitness but i know i'm gonna come back really strong stronger and i'm gonna have um i will be better i will be a better runner because it's my first true break in like five years (laughs) so i know i'll be good to go yeah there's something to be said about that deep, long-term recovery. You're going to give your muscles and your plantar fasciitis plenty of time to repair and be yeah. better when you come back. So, I've been kind of jogging. Like I did two miles this morning, and uh, I feel like in a way, by jogging, I'm trying to strengthen my foot, which is now the goal. So I'm literally just going to increase my miles per week, one mile per week. But I'm yeah. just gonna go out, run, try to be up on my forefoot, and and get it strong and strengthen it. Because if I just walk around, I, I'm not really strengthening it. Um, and so I I think that if I if I run on it, kind of every now and then, it'll get stronger. That's the the theory. I'm testing it out. So yeah, there you go. Like, bro. <laughs> yes, son. But. So we're going through that right now, but we are um, still training up for the Hot and Hell 100 in a couple of weeks, or not a couple of weeks, a couple of months. So yeah. yeah, we'll be doing like an 80 mile bike ride or something here soon. If you're listening and you ride bikes, if you're cross training this summer, like like we are, and you want to ride some bikes, um, hit us up on Instagram. We would love for somebody to ride with. We are, I'm in South Arkansas right now, Asher's in Central Arkansas. So if you're around East Texas, North Louisiana, Eastern Oklahoma, Southern Missouri, Western Tennessee, Western Mississippi. Hit us up and we can get a ride in or something. Ash, are you still there? Well, Asher's back. He's out in the boonies right now. So where you at, Asher? What part of Arkansas? I'm literally in Little Rock. I, just, I don't know what happened. Stop oh. the call. 
I got you, bro. Um, but anyways, that's enough of that, guys, for the podcast today. Um, thank you guys, first off, for listening. I do want to note that like the only way this podcast will continue to grow, because it is growing right now, is by you guys to continue to share this with your friends by following and giving it a rating. Um, and we do ask for good ratings. If you don't want to do a good rating, just don't listen to the podcast. Um, but we would really appreciate you guys to kind of, you know, go leave a good rating, share it with your friends, share it on even social media. Um, that goes a long ways and it, it really helps grow this podcast and motivates us to continue to do it. We're almost on shoot the bull number 50 here. So we're going to, we're planning on doing this thing forever uh, until the good Lord comes back or we're that one of the two. So yeah, we, we really appreciate it guys. Um, and we have a, on July 1st, I believe it's July 1st, we have an episode with Philip Shabastiani, who recently just ran the, what's it called? The Old Dominion 100. And we have his experience on there. So that will be coming out July 1st. Uh, but I'm working on some new things. I, I'm working on possibly getting Shooting the Bulls alive to where you guys can like um, comment in or or call in with us and talk to us. And so that's, that's all in the plans. And, um, we just, we really appreciate you guys allowing us to be able to do something like this and for y'all to actually listen to it. So it's pretty cool. But Asher, you got anything else? Happy trails, y'all. Happy trails. I think Asher says that every episode, is he ever going to change it? We'll see. It's like one of those cartoon episodes, Asher, to where like, they do the same thing at the end of every episode. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see y'all next Monday on Shooting the Bull.